So with the natural endocannabinoid, neuroscientists scientists have only found two so far. So there's okay. anatomide. Okay. Which is coined the bliss molecule. All right. So kind of anti-stress. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's another one called 2-AG. I'm not even going to pretend to pronounce that. Arachidonoglycerol. So you are going to attempt to. Arachidonoglycerol. <laughs> 2-A-G. Yes, 2-A-G. <laughs> Let's, it's our friend. Brr. What? What's up with that? I'm cold. It's getting a little colder out, eh? Can confirm. Hemp cocoa is a great way to warm the bones up and relax. Ooh, that's a good idea. You know, hemp cocoa from thehempjar.com has 300 milligrams of hemp spectrum cannabinoids. Go on. Well, it's not only CBD, but also 300 milligrams of 118 cannabinoids and has all the natural terpenes, flavonoids, and canaflavins all working together to give you the ultimate form of natural relaxation and comfort, especially on a cold day. Boy, howdy. Where do I get some of that? Why, thehempjar.com. You can also find hemp paste, hemp coffee, hemp cream, and of course, hemp cocoa. You can even get 10% off any order with the coupon code CANNABINERDS10. Thehempjar.com, the most natural form of CBD. Well, hello, everybody. This is David, your host of Cannabinoids, and I have Rachel, your other host of Cannabinoids, here with me. Yeah. Uh-huh. How are you doing today? Oh, this is great. Yeah? Yeah. We're getting close to Christmas, even though you'll listen to this after Christmas, but mm-hmm. this is... It's a whirlwind. It's crunch time, and it's kind of fun. Is it? I'm enjoying it. Is that a good adjective for this? <sighs> There's there's moments. Moments, yes. But I'm I'm choosing to enjoy it. <laughs> That's good. You're balanced is what you could say. You're oh. balanced. Just I like, like that. the uh, endocannabinoid system. Yeah yes. <laughs> Are we gonna have some words about that today? Maybe. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be talking about the endocannabinoid system today. It's gonna be fascinating. But we could just take away with one word is balance. However, we got some news for you. Yeah, let's get into that first. So, did you know the DEA is planning to grow over 3 million grams of marijuana in 2020? That's... I did not know that. (laughs) Pretty crazy. Um, It's a 30% increase from 2019's quota. 30%. So, they're, you know, getting more into it. Doing more research, which is the first step, really, to have more research first step really to find out more and get good studies so it's interesting that the dea grows it i mean why does the dea grow it just so that people can do tests on it and kind of figure more out about it it's uh from what i've read it's people submit applications or something like that for them like their specific strains? Are you talking about growers submit applications or? Well, like scientists, okay. uh, different organizations, individuals, and uh, okay, they that submit that, sense. and the DEA, DEA goes like, okay, yeah, you can have it. Kind of like a grant. So they okay, so they've approved it, or do they actually do the growing? Do they have a branch in the DEA that does the? That's a good question. I don't know. 
I didn't do enough digging on that one. <laughs> well, no, that's cool. I was wrapping too many Christmas cool. presents. Yeah. <laughs> but the DEA said this quote reflects estimated medical science research and industrial needs of the United States for lawful export requirements and for the establishment of maintenance and reserve stocks. I wonder what reserve stocks means. I'm wondering what lawful exports are. Are they an export? Yeah, this marijuana. is talking about specifically marijuana, not hemp or anything like that. Yeah, so they're going to export marijuana? Because if you're exporting something, yeah. it's going to a different country, correct? I mean, you don't yeah. export it to they another have state. lawful exports. Yeah. Full. So, hmm. Who knows? Reserve stocks. I'm wondering what that, you know, you know, Kit was saying the other week, where it's just really bad weed that the government grows. I wonder if it's uh-huh. something to do that. Anyway, well, demand for research has gone up from individuals registered to conduct research and has increased by more than 40%. So that's what we were just talking about. So it's... um, So in the past two years. The individuals that registered to conduct research. So that's what the DEA, yeah. Um, So it increased by more than 40% from 384 in January 2017 to 542 in January 2019. So that's a big bump right there. Yeah. And on a really uh, related but really unrelated note, same kind of thing, the DEA decreased their quota on opioids. So what does that say to you? I just want to get your opinion. I mean, that seems from just a glance or just hearing it that it's they're putting more research into THC, maybe because they're noticing there's more benefits. I mean, because I, I think of opioids as, you know, a lot of the pharmaceuticals are opioids. Yeah, so totally. that's a good thing to me. Mm-hmm. Reduced opioids. Yeah. Increased marijuana. Cannabinoids, yeah. THC. THC. CBD. (laughs) Well, just to give an update on the USDA hemp intern rule, uh, the U.S. Department of Agriculture has extended the public comment period on its interim final hemp rule for 30 days until January 29th. You remember when Tanya did the... Whole intern. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that is actually extended for another... 30 days so that means we won't get answers for a bit longer it's just people as they have questions or they're like no do this okay so they can just shoot it rearrange this can we do this okay and then the usda is like all right we'll see if we can do that cool or they're like no don't (laughs) well my impatient side wants to know now what they're gonna do with it but maybe it's a good thing Mm -hmm. dot their i's and cross their t's their t's so I'm, I'm really excited to hear more and learn more about the endocannabinoid system. I think I've heard it. I kind of have a, you know, maybe an idea. I just know that, you know, we've talked a lot about hemp and all of that stuff and how it plugs into the endocannabinoid system and how it's a good thing. But I don't really know too much beyond that. So I'm really excited to learn some more. Hopefully you guys will learn something too. Indeed. What do you know? I think I've always, well, I guess always, <laughs> meaning the last couple of years since I've heard about this, but mm-hmm. just knowing that it is a system that really goes to all parts of our body. It goes through all the parts of the body. I know that it has to do with the nerves. I th- mm-hmm. Well, I think. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, you know, the nervous system, it's kind of connected with within that, which is a huge part of our bodies. Mm-hmm. And... I know that really it's all about balance. Mm-hmm. You know what I find interesting? 
Yeah. Is that for someone who has their red card in Colorado uh-huh. and not know as much about this, and I'm not saying I know a lot about it because mm-hmm. I really don't. I know what I hear and study and research. But on the other side, I don't smoke that much, you know? Yeah, for sure. And it's always been a very cautious thing for me. And mm-hmm. that's just me, and that's the decisions I made, and I feel comfortable with it. Yeah. It's just funny that... That I don't know more? Yeah, exactly. Well, I think that's the thing. It's not talked about. It's like, okay, this helps. And like a lot of other people, apparently, I didn't ask why, you know? Mm-hmm. I just know it helps. So... Mm-hmm. I'm excited to learn a little bit more of why. I mean, we've heard about cannabinoids. So are you saying cannabis helps? Like, is that what you were talking about? Yeah, just the cannabinoids in general. I mean, But just smoking marijuana. Is that what you were referring to? No, I was referring to, you know, my, the the hemp that I ingest and all of that. You know, Mm -hmm. I guess I just, I know that it helps and I know that there's been research backing that and all of these, you know, facts that we've gone over, the terpenes, the flavonoids, Mm -hmm. all these other aspects that i've learned about but i don't know much about why they work Mm -hmm. why they plug into our bodies so well i know that they plug into the endocannabinoid system but i don't know what that system really does well the entire basis behind medical cannabis Mm -hmm. is found within the endocannabinoid system or the ecs for short okay and it's really quite fascinating the endocannabinoid system is Just think balance. Yeah. That's what I think of when I think of it. Right. So we do have naturally occurring endocannabinoids and endogenous, indigenous, endogenous cannabinoids that our body produces, right? Yeah. And they're really meant to balance out what you're doing. Yeah. Your functioning of your body. The functioning of your body. So what different functions does it balance out? I mean, we hear about... You know, CBD will do all of these things. So what does the endocannabinoid deal with? What is it? Um, The endocannabinoid system, it helps with regulation of appetite, metabolism, chronic pain, inflammation, um, mood, learning, motor control, sleep, and the list goes on. Stress is one of those. So a lot of things that go wrong could be Mm -hmm. potentially sourced back to lack of balance in the endocannabinoid system yes absolutely and that could come with a lot of things too uh the air you breathe the fuji you know the more processed it is obviously the more off balance you're gonna get Mm -hmm. uh and i can go into that you know with the well you could go into that the processing of foods the more unnatural you're making it so to speak. Yeah, the more difficult it is to digest. The more preservatives you put into it, you know, the more your body has to process and break it down, which can throw it off balance. Yeah, and it has to work hard to do that. It's mm-hmm. exhausting itself. And So with the natural endocannabinoid, neuroscientists scientists have only found two so far. So there's okay. anatomide, okay. which is coined the bliss molecule. All right, so kind of anti-stress, kind yeah, of just it's, happy. and. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's another one called 2-AG. I'm not even going to pretend to pronounce that. <laughs> Look it up and you can see what it Arachidonylglycerol. So you are going to attempt to. Arachidonylglycerol. <laughs> 2-AG. Yes, 2-AG. <laughs> Let's, it's our friend. 
Indeed. Well, the th- cool thing about an anime, I said it was a bliss molecule. molecule. It's uh, that's molecule that you would feel. You work out all the time, right? Yeah. You work out every day. I see you. And you feel great afterwards. Yes, like the endorphins. That, yeah, that's, it goes along with that. That's more of your opioid receptors. Okay. Uh, but anandamide really has a huge part to play in that as well. Okay. It's a combination of the two. So kind of like and after you do yoga or meditation and things where you're just, you feel at peace more. Mm-hmm. Right. Then like the endorphins kind of, you're pumped. Mm-hmm. But this is more like the joyful aspect, like where you're just happy and relaxed and feeling content. Kind yeah, of thing. endorphins have something. They're they're two different yeah. uh, compounds. That makes sense. Yeah. So in the endocannabinoid system, like we said, we have those two endocannabinoids. We also have CB1 and CB2 receptors, right? And that those receptors are like a lock and key to the endocannabinoids. Okay. So, so s- no, go for it. So this, these receptor, not the receptors, the two endocannabinoids mm-hmm. that we have found so far, mm-hmm. those are naturally occurring in our bodies. It doesn't have to do with whether or not we are taking hemp or cbd or using marijuana it has nothing to do with that those are things that naturally occur okay so that's cool that's good to understand that you know so that's our body's way of self-regulating okay so let's just say if you're hyper excited well say you have an outside source that damages you it's like a trauma an accident or if you're stressed out or anything like that Mm -hmm. anything that throws your body off balance uh there's these synaptic responses that happen inside your nervous system. There's a central nervous system, the peripheral nervous system. So what that really does is it uh, creates more calcium, really, in the synaptic responses that go over between different molecules, right? Okay. So when there's an influx of calcium, then glutamate is uh, made, an excess of glutamate. All right. And glutamate is... That's what I was going to ask. What the heck is glutamate? <laughs> it sounds like sugar because I always hear glue as... You know. It's an excitatory neurotransmitter that is released by nerve cells in the brain. All right. And so is that good or bad when the calcium is well, producing a lot of glutamate? It's uh, more negative, but what happens because of that, it self-regulates. So you have the excess of calcium. You have the glutamate that's produced because of that. It off-spills into... a uh, it interacts with something different, and this is where I don't know, fully understand. But then what happens is that uh, anandamide is then produced because of that glutamate interacting with a different receptor. And then it actually retrogrades back to the source of the synaptic response of what causes all that axis of calcium between the uh, synaptic responses, and then it actually controls... So it kind of regulates it. It, it regulates it's it. It's like, hey, chill out exactly. for a sec. <laughs> so that's kind of the best I can describe yeah. it, and I'm sorry if I got any of that wrong. <laughs> no, and it, this is great because it's just trying to get a general idea. And mm-hmm. one day we would love to have a doctor or someone who is very knowledgeable about this be on this and go in more into depth about it. But right now we're just trying to get the basic you know, understanding of the why, which mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. Yes. Yeah, so when there's a heightened level of activity 
or abnormalities from homeostasis. Your body actually engages the ECS by creating endocannabinoid neurotransmitters that are then picked up by receptors on the surface of cells, like what we were talking about. Uh, And it's kind of like a key that fits into the lock Mm -hmm. that unlocks homeostasis. And it just brings the immune system, uh, organs, glands, connective tissue, and the brain back into balance. That It makes me think of the video that I watched mm-hmm. where they were talking about the endocannabinoid system a little bit and trying to say it a little more in layman's terms where he was talking about a mobile mm-hmm. where, you know, if you picture a mobile, they're, it's about balance. You mm-hmm. know, if one piece is lost or broken Like a off, baby's mobile yeah. above the crib and then spins around yeah. and there's a lot of balancing... Uh, pieces and parts and if it's not if one piece is too heavy or too light or whatever the whole thing just kind of hangs wonky so if you're inflamed or something like that yeah and they were they put it in a way where it's you know if if one of those is you know like you said inflamed or something is going wrong whether it's stress or whatever is causing that it can kind of throw the whole thing off like our bodies Mm -hmm. so you know example of inflammation it can cause all these other responses within our bodies and it throws everything off yeah and so the endocannabinoid system is what tries to bring it back into balance you know it's interesting you mentioned that it made me think of uh different pharmaceuticals that trigger or that deal with one of those issues so if you're in if one of those parts of the mobile is off, it just targets one of So if those. you have so joint it, pain and you take this medicine for joint pain, it has all these side effects. So mm-hmm. it might heal that little part of the mobile, but then it could potentially it mess throws up everything other, off balance. Yeah, yeah, it messes up other parts, and which is what, you know, the pharmaceuticals like to call as side effects, you know, mm-hmm. and it just and then you have to take a prescription for that specific thing that's going wrong. Mm-hmm. And then you really are just adding more and more and more whereas with i think that's the thing with cannabis in general mm-hmm. it plugs right in and goes to the source or cannabinoids and endocannabinoids yeah but all the can like cannabinoids that mm-hmm. come with within cannabis you know our bodies are meant to receive them mm-hmm. which is really cool so if something's going wrong they can potentially plug in and go right to the root of that issue right i mean mm-hmm. is that and that's what causes the homeostasis. Yeah, naturally, we produce these natural cannabinoids that help with that, that help balance everything out. However, when your body produces inadequate amounts of endocannabinoids, for whatever reason, it could be genetic de- deficiencies, medical issues, injuries, any The air we breathe. <laughs> yeah. You know, the pollution. Eat. It's all the things that could potentially deplete our body's ability to produce them, right? Uh, Not directly, but indirectly, yes, from what I understand. But phytocannabinoids have been found to mimic what our natural endocannabinoids do, plus more. Yes, that's that's really cool. So knowing the cannabis plant has about 113 phytocannabinoids that we know of, there are numerous ways this can interact with the endocannabinoid system. Uh, when phytocannabinoids inhibit these receptors, they help with pain and stress, uh, inflammation, immune functions, appetite, memory, 
thermoregulation, all that kind of stuff, which is quite fascinating. So our bodies want to be in balance. Yes. They are created to be in balance. You're not born and then you're off balance. I mean, Mm -hmm. exceptions for everything, blah, blah, blah. However, we want, our bodies want to be in balance and we mess it up just as humans. We mess it up. We mess it up by what we eat, what we drink, everything, our lifestyle, not being active, all that kind of stuff. So we intend, not intentionally, but unintentionally throw it off balance. Yeah. And if you think about it, you know, we take vitamins to add extra balance for the nutrients we might not be getting in our diets, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. we take the extra vitamin C, the extra vitamin A, you know, all these different things that are in, you know, a typical multivitamin. And we do that to balance our Mm -hmm. bodies. And so this, to me, almost seems the equivalent of a vitamin where it's just, it's plugging into our body's natural desire for these things, you know, these nutrients. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's a way of getting that, especially through the phytocannabinoids. I mean, that's why this podcast exists, mm-hmm. is all of those phytocannabinoids. So, Right, yeah. So, I mean, your body can only do so much to balance it out. Mm-hmm. And then it's exhausted. So, phytocannabinoids, that's how we discovered the endocannabinoid system, was studying the medical benefits of cannabis So is this back in the 90s. I was just going to say, has this been around a long time? But back in the 90s, it's is fairly not, new, and we still yeah. don't know everything about it. So stuff's coming out frequently about, oh, we found this, CB1 and CB2 receptors. CB1 receptors are uh, found in the central nervous system, and okay. CB2 receptors are found in the peripheral nervous system more of the immune and all that kind of stuff okay so the central would be more like our nerves brain like our nervous system yeah 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 yeah. like the nerves that go through our body and everything so is this endocannabinoid system is it just i mean i kind of i'm just trying to figure out how to picture it does it just go throughout our whole body Mm -hmm. so yeah i was reading somewhere that it was like the largest system pretty much i mean i couldn't speak to that (laughs) <laughs> I'm pretty sure I read it. But okay. Maybe. I, I trust I you. <laughs> I trust you with a lot of things, though. <laughs> no, but uh, the endocannabinoid system basically makes up of endocannabinoids, mm-hmm. enzymes. Which, I I love enzymes. <laughs> and there was a third one. What was the third one? Mm. I cannot remember. Receptors. I think that's what it was. I think you're right, but we should probably know for sure. (laughs) So in my opinion, it really comes down to a healthy lifestyle with obtaining essential vitamins and minerals along with, you know, staying active, staying away from processed anything as much as possible. And uh, doing that will definitely regulate your body. So, I mean... I was just thinking, you know, it's like you can't just eat McDonald's every day and mm-hmm. take cannabinoids and your body's going to be balanced, you know, and It'll that's, I think nothing. that's what you're saying. But when you were talking about the processed food, I wonder if that's because the endocannabinoid, one of the parts of that is the enzymes mm-hmm. and which is it, a way it's like, that's, uh, I don't know the words. Enzymes break down yes. the uh, cannabinoids. Being endo or phyto, 
mm-hmm. and they recycle basically. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's the enzyme's purpose. But the ECS is there for any outside sources that throw your body off in any way, like you were just talking about. Mm -hmm. And cannabis definitely plays a role in the endocannabinoid system to make you a more balanced version of you. Uh, Yeah, I can attest to that. Yeah? (laughs) Oh, yeah. How is your uh, workout CBD hemp paste taking during, before, after going? I mean, it's still the same. I feel... <clears throat> you still forget to yeah. take it? Oh, yeah, sometimes. But I do still take it. Like, when I can, I take it before. Sometimes I'll forget and take it afterwards. But mm-hmm. in general, it has not had any kind of negative effect, mm-hmm. I find. Are your muscles better? Like, do you feel uh, yeah. less tense? Yes. But it might the be soreness. A, the soreness. Yes, like the that's after- what I mean. Yeah. But you were talking about, uh, not on the podcast, but you were saying you've been having increased nerve pain. Yeah. Lately. Yeah. I mean, what do you mean? No, I'm just, I'm all bringing it up. Have you taken any kind of product, hemp paste, CBD stuff for that? Oh, yeah. I mean, I... Does it help? Does it not help? Does, what's it doing? Absolutely. I mean, I try... When I start feeling it flare up, mm-hmm. I definitely take more. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, w- I usually take it every day. Mm-hmm. But when I start feeling the flare-ups, I definitely... You take more? Yeah. Okay. I'll take another dose. and it Does it go away? It it helps it. Mm-hmm. I've, yeah. I would say. I don't know. Sometimes it completely goes away. <clears throat> wow. <Right>. Let's <laughs> cut <clears throat> all that out. <laughs> okay. I feel as if it half the time it completely takes it away. The mm-hmm. other time it just takes it down quite a few notches because so if sometimes you didn't it's take it, it would go long. It, the pain would last longer. Oh, I just I don't think it would stop. <laughs> really? Yeah. It gets intense. And so it's just nerve pain. Yeah, it's just I like how explain it to me. I mean, I've had, uh, what's the pinch nerve, uh, sciatica. I've had that. Then that's the only nerve pain I really know of. What I feel is just a really intense heat and burning. Okay. Namely in my shoulders is where I get that recurring. And it, it's very uncomfortable. It's, yeah. it's, it's hard to describe the feeling. I think. I don't I can't imagine any burning pain would be comfortable. Yeah. It just. <laughs> but I, I definitely, when I'm at home, I will just run to the fridge and grab some more hemp paste and. <laughs> Give it to me now. Yeah. <laughs> Get so, to the paste. But I do think that it has benefited my after workout soreness mm-hmm. for sure. It doesn't hit as intensely, which. I do love a good burn after a workout, but it's nice to be able to function. I'll give you a good burn. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think I think it's really cool to find out the why, though, as to why taking that extra bit of hemp paste, taking that can help. You know, whatever is causing that pain in my shoulders, mm-hmm. the fact that I can take some hemp products to help it along mm-hmm. is really cool. I think that's... Amazing. I mean, I don't even remember that Tylenol exists most of the time. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like, I don't remember the last time I took it. So, 
Well, that's great. That's awesome. Exactly. That's the thing. Most people would go, you know, grab some Tylenol or ibuprofen and take that and hope it works. But I think I, I look at this as more of actually getting to the root of the problem. And Yeah. I want to know your thoughts about the FDA and cannabis just in general. You know, the FDA regulates the Food and Drug Administration, regulates food products, anything that you, supplements that you take, uh, food products that you take, all that. They give standards. And what what is your thought about that when it comes to some kind of cannabis legalization, cannabis meaning hemp and marijuana? What do you think? I'll give you some backstory. This whole industry is screaming, we want regulation. Yes. I just want to know, what what are your thoughts on that? I think my initial thought is I worry because maybe sound a little conspiratorial, but I do think that the FDA can get bought, you know? So if, mm-hmm. if there's a company that doesn't want this to take over because they realize how this could potentially put their remedy or whatever out of business, mm-hmm. you know, depending on how big, I, I just feel like they could be bought, you know, to, like big pharma or something yeah, like that. Or, and just putting fear out there. I worry about what they're going to f- find. I wonder what they're going to, I don't know the other word, another word for make it up, mm-hmm. you know, fabricate yeah. some things that aren't necessarily there just to, I don't know, almost level the playing field because I feel like all of these other things that they're in charge of come with, they just they once they do the regulations, there's always added. Oh, but this could cause this, you know. Mm-hmm. And not to get too political, but it's just been on my mind lately. Is that anytime the government comes in and tries to regulate something, a they want the revenue from it, mm-hmm. and b what are they really helping? What what have they helped in any time that they've come in and taken over something? You know. Yeah, and, there's and I'm sure times, there's pros and cons yeah. and all that. I'm sure there's times there are, but in something like this, yes, I understand that uh, there are companies that will claim exorbitant amount of misinformation about the product that they sell just to get money. Mm-hmm. And I understand that they might need to be taken off the board, but I think the real power is in people and their dollars and what they buy. And with that comes education and knowledge of Mm -hmm. how to buy, not just the cheapest thing. The cheapest thing just won't work because it's made cheaply and poorly. Yeah, you get what you pay for. You get what you pay for, exactly. And that's, I think it really comes down to to not sound so lame, but the power of the people. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't know. Just in light of the FDA cracking down on uh, a bunch of companies. And yeah, they were saying things that weren't necessarily true. It does. Cannabis doesn't cure cancer. Hasn't been known. There have been studies that it stops cancer from growing and maybe with and, more research yeah. and the body types and how everybody's different, all that kind of stuff. Well, maybe it does. There's Who been knows? stories of people believing that it cured their cancer. I mean, mm-hmm. there's definitely been people who have taken these products and said, you know what? This is the reason I am now in remission, for example. Mm-hmm. However, I wouldn't feel so bold as to make a claim that for everyone, if you have cancer, just do this and it'll go away. But so I do think those claims are, 
Yeah, you got to be really careful with. And that's the thing. Why do I have to walk on eggshells to say you know, cannabis is great? Why do yeah. I have to walk on eggshells around that? I don't think kind you of... do with cannabis. I think anybody who's ever tried it, well, maybe not anybody. <laughs> there are people that don't like it. But I do think people want to hear that it's great. But when you start being saying it's going to cure the blind and the lame will walk and all of these things, you know, it's like, okay, <laughs> take a few steps back. Right. It's again, it just comes from know what you're getting. I mean, do your research, go to the website of whatever you get, you know, we have hemp paste, but if that's not whatever it's, if you want to get CBD oil, that's fine. Just go to the website of whoever's selling it. Look at the lab results. Look at the pesticides. You know, look into the research. You know? Yeah, and even like Kit was saying, I really, I thought that was a really cool. Say. And I think even like Kit was saying, which I, you know, was a whole different thing than I was, my mind even thought about, was just how it's grown. And just the, he was saying how the plant can what was he saying? Oh, my God. Uh, it, it's very regenerative to the soil, so it can suck all the uh, bad the, stuff out. Yes. and so But if you that's get not plants, the stuff you want to eat Yeah, so smoke. it's almost like a sponge in that. So mm -hmm. if it's taking all this bad stuff and sucking it up into the soil, yes, that's what he was saying. And it that was, like, mind-blowing to me. I was like, wow, we really do need to make sure that, you know, when you're recommending these products that you know that they're not just putting it into this disgusting soil and then you're just ingesting this sponge of disgusting things <laughs> <laughs> I like I picture your descriptors like a, well I picture like the kitchen sponge you know that's been in the sink for a while and it's got all the grease on there Gross. yeah and after a couple months you're like I think I should change yeah, that yeah let's squeeze that out and knead it mm. so I'm cleaning my dishes with this better yeah I think I, I really liked that I will definitely be preaching that indeed indubitably well, that's all I have. Yeah. I mean, I sorry I went out on a rant like that. I, it's just been on my mind, and I didn't want to bring it up, but I kind of do. I, it's just uh, it's a touchy thing. And You know, I do think it's good that you brought it up, and I, I wonder, you know, I'm, I'm very mixed on it because the regulations might help to weed out some of the really crappy ones, like the gas station ones and things mm -hmm. like that. However... Will it though? I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it actually would do that. I, I tend to be one of those people that's, you know, not for regulations. I mm -hmm. don't. I like less regulations. Mm -hmm. I like for people to be able to make their decisions and mm -hmm. be given the opportunity to make good decisions and Absolutely. be good human beings. Yeah. However, when you've got all these people on Groupon and you know all over that are trying to sell CBD for next to nothing and there's no regulation as to whether what they're claiming is in that is even true you know that's it's kind of yeah we say do your research but honestly like we were just talking about we don't have any time to wrap presents being christmas time it's yeah. just so chaotic you know mm -hmm. who's gonna take the time to do the research so i understand that you know we have these sanctioned entities in place mm-hmm to help with that but at the same time if it's something you're putting into your body that's your choice i mean you would want to do the best research you can or know everything you can that you're putting in your body right that's just my thinking of what common sense is 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, but so I get it and without, I don't get it and I'm just it frustrated. Is, yeah. And it's like, but without those regulations, how do you know if it's, these people are telling the truth? <laughs> yeah. Know? Catch 22. Right. That's that's where we're at. But you know what? We hope that you are enjoying the new year. We have no answers. <laughs> we have all the questions and some half information. Yeah. <laughs> no, but we, we really do hope that everybody's starting the new year off well, healthy and yes. well and living balanced. life and balanced and that's what it's all about we just want people to live uh enhanced life absolutely well said my love that's what it's about well thanks for listening guys We've, i've enjoyed this yes if you have an enhanced life or don't have an enhanced life you can follow us at Cannabinoids Pod on all social media platforms. Give us a shout out on cannabinoidspodcast.com or if you want, leave a review. It actually really helps us. If you leave a review on iTunes and the podcast app on your iPhone or whatever, just uh, give a little shout out to what you think of the show. That really helps us. Yeah. We really appreciate it. So if you want to subscribe. Yeah, subscribe. Yeah. That's the other thing. So you can find out when we have real information about this <laughs> just we don't have fake information i know but i mean maybe a bit more intuitive knowledgeable no. i mean i we did our research <laughs> <laughs> we love you <laughs> bye <laughs> thank you for listening Yeah,